0: Hallelujah good morning everybody. It's a wonderful day this morning. The scripture this morning is in Joshua chapter 24 verse 15 And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself the day for whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were of the other side of the river. Or the God of the Amorites in whom's land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The reason I chose this scripture this morning, you know, it's a choice. we got choices in our life that we get to, get to make. Sometimes we make good choices, sometimes we make bad choices. But you know, like uh, Paul and Silas, they had a choice when they were put into prison and out there when they really got beat. They had a choice. They could either sit there and moan and groan about it, or they sit there and they can praise and worship God. If we praise and worship God, things will happen because he comes into our atmosphere and changes everything. Yes, amen. So this morning, why don't we get together. and know we're at homes and stuff like that there, but let's really, truly worship and praise God this morning. And watch him move in your atmosphere. Amen. So Hallelujah. This morning. Lord God, we thank you for this day. Father God, we just ask you to be with us, Lord God. Lord God, and direct us, Lord. Lord, enter into our praise and worship this morning in Jesus' name. Thank mm-hmm.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you.
2: we well, to give the Lord some high praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is so good and we are so glad that you have came and joined us and are part of what uh, God is doing here uh, at Redemption Place. And I just want to encourage you to go ahead and just begin to worship the Lord with us if you will. We're going to begin to worship Him in this house. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your presence. And Lord, but now we ask that you would just simply come and touch each one in this house. Lord, that you would touch each one watching, and as we praise you and worship you, that Lord, you will be pleased with our worship. In your name we pray. Thank you so much for coming and joining us on this special Sunday um, as we uh, once again enter into the house of the Lord. And you you may be uh, in your own house, but right now, even in your own house, you can make that and turn that into the house of the Lord as you welcome the Lord into your house and into your place where you are. Uh, let me just uh, make a few quick announcements here uh, as we uh, get into the Word of God and I have a, a great message in store I believe uh, you'll be blessed by the Word of God this morning, at least that's my prayer, that we'll be blessed by His Word today. Um, but let me make just a few quick announcements um, As you, many of you may know, um, Governor Whitmore of our state has placed us under a uh, stay-at-home order um, up through the 28th. That stay-at-home order, however, uh, did create within that stay-at-home order an exemption for worship. Uh, Now, we as the Redemption Place of Elegant and as the Church of God, uh, part of an organization, we have uh, maintained a... Uh, state as of up to this point, uh, that we were not going to um, have a morning worship service in the building, uh, and that only a very select few, which primarily includes uh, pastors, family, and uh, just a couple of others, um, to come and, and to help Do this live stream and and to make sure that this live stream goes out there for everyone to uh, be able to be a part of this great message and the great outreach that we have going on. However, um, because there is that exemption built within the stay at home order, um, after consultation both with um, or overseers and those who are um, in in higher leadership within the organization, um, as well as uh, consultation with uh, uh, attorneys and lawyers of that uh, nature. uh, We have actually uh, made the decision that we will proceed uh, to have morning worship services here in our facility starting next Sunday. So starting next Sunday, which I believe is the 24th of the month, uh, we will be having a live service here in this building. Now, I know for many of you that may cause some concerns or some questions as to what are you doing to ensure the safety and uh, the abiding of all the other uh, rules that are out there. Let me just say to everyone watching, that as a pastor, you have a pastor that is uh, making sure that safety is of the utmost importance. With that being said though, obviously having worship service will be at your own judgment. Uh, So if you feel it is acceptable for you and your family to come, we invite you, we welcome you. If you still don't feel comfortable, that is fine. We are continuing this live stream production uh, to the best of our abilities. Uh, so that you can still enjoy uh, the service and be a part of what God is doing here at Redemption Place at your home and at your leisure. So, uh, once again, we will be reopening and relaunching morning worship service starting next Sunday. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. Uh, Be uh, uh, ready for a uh, letter to come to you uh, as well as more information on Facebook uh, that will outline uh, in great detail um, all that we are doing uh, in terms of, of cleaning and sanitation uh, and, and making things available for again your safety um, when you come as well as uh, some of the requirements that we have of you in order to come. Just because we are reopening the church and we having service does not mean service goes back to the way it was. does not mean that nothing has happened and nothing has changed. Changes are going to be a part of the new norm. But I do uh, invite you to be with us as best as you can and to your uh, own judgment. Amen. Praise the Lord. So God bless you. Uh, I want to right now get into the Word of God, uh, and as we do, I want you to turn, if you will, to Psalms chapter number 3, and in fact, I'm going to um, ask if you will provide to me uh, my Bible right there, give me a Bible there. And we're going to get into the Word of God this morning. Amen. As we get into the Word of God, um, I do want to um, note that um, we do have the opportunity for you uh, to be a blessing to this church and to give uh, your tithes and offerings and to give um, what you can uh, to the work of the Lord. Uh, For many of you who are watching this, you're watching this on new cameras um, and we are trying our best to uh, bring this to you in the most professional and the best way that we possibly can. But as you may understand, uh, all of those things do cost money. Um, And we are also preparing to relaunch and reopen service next Sunday. With that being the case, we are going to be coming in and cleaning and sanitizing and and doing all this, but all of that does cost money uh, to get the building back into proper shape uh, in order to have open service. So I want to encourage you, um, if you can, uh, to give to the church. You say, oh, Pastor, how can we give? There are multiple ways you can give. Again, you can give uh, via online, PastorStrom.com. You can also give uh, via mail. You can mail it to Redemption Place, PO Box 143, Hamilton, Michigan, 49419. Uh, You can also stop by the church uh, here on a Sunday uh, before 1 o'clock, and uh, you can give your tithes that way as well. Um, Or you can just call the church uh, office, and we will be able to get that for you Uh, set up that way as well. So, uh, definitely, uh, we want to encourage you in your giving unto the Lord. I want to begin here, um, as I get into a lesson today, uh, and I want to get into uh, Psalms um, chapter 84, the 84th Psalm. And in Psalms 84... When you find it in your own home, say amen. Psalms 84. And I just want to take the time this morning to read this through. Starting with verse number one. He says, How amiable are your tabernacles, O Lord of hosts? My soul longs, yea, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found a house, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young, even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in your house. They will still be praising you, Selah. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the ways of them, who passing through the valley of lack, make it a well, the rain the pools. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appears before God. O Lord, God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Selah. Behold, O God, or she, and look upon the face of your anointed. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. For the Lord God is a son and sheep. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good Somebody needs to shout a good thing. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusts in you. Let's pray right now. O Lord, have mercy upon this world. Give grace to this world. We ask now that this world will go forth in power and it shall not return void. We pray, O oh now, O oh God, that we will all grow in the grace and knowledge of your Son as we move forward by your power and grace in our life. In Jesus' name we pray, and everyone say, Amen and Amen. The, the psalmist here begins to describe God in verse number 9. He says, O oh God, our shield." Now, let me back up here for just a moment, and, and let me show you that in Psalms 84, we have a writer, a psalmist, uh, that this was a psalm a written for the sons of Korah. And the sons of Korah were those uh, men who were in charge of the worship going on in the tabernacle. So this was a psalm of encouragement for the people who were responsible for the worship, the praise, the service that went on in the tabernacle, in the church. This was to encourage them in their work, this was to excite them, this was to uh, promote them, this was to to, kind of move them in their ministry. And so the psalmist, by the way, begins to say, in talking about trying to encourage these sons of Korah to do church, to have worship, to praise and to continue with the sacrifices and to do all that they were responsible to do, he he said, Lord, how amiable, how wonderful, how awesome are your tabernacles. He's beginning by the way to exhort and promote the house of God. So when here we find a promotion of God's house? An exhortation of the worship and the service of the Lord. And then he goes on and says, My soul longs even faints, for the courts of the Lord. It faints even for just to be in the house of God. My soul is longing. I've heard from people uh, this week that said, I, I just want to come back to the house so much. And, you know, we, we, we want to be right and do what's right and do what is proper as we abide by the laws of the land as well. And we want to make sure that everything was in order uh, before we, we, we came back. But I want you to know, saints, this morning, that, that you have a pastor who, who desires, just as much as maybe some of you out there, to be in the house of God, to come together with the people of God and to worship God in one accord, with one mind, with one voice, and to shout unto the Lord our God. The courts of the Lord. I desire to be in the house of God. Is there anybody with me? You see, see, that's what the psalmist was trying to say. So I say, we need to be desiring to be in God's house, desire to be in God's house. And he says, blessed are they who dwell in the house, for they were still be praising you. And then the psalmist goes on as he begins to describe God. And I love in verse 9, he says, Behold, O God, our sheep. O God, our sheep. And look upon the face of thine anointed. The psalmist, in desiring to open up the house of God, open up the courts of God, and say, I long to be in God's house. I desire to come back into God's house. I desire to be a part of the worship. and the worship scene and all that's going on in the tabernacles, He does not describe God as as just a a, a great praiser. That would be something because he's talking about praising God in the house but he doesn't describe God as a God who desires praise. Instead he describes God as our God, our sheep. The God who is our sheep. It's interesting that God himself is the one who described him as a sheath. This wasn't something that the psalmist just kind of made up really nilly and said, hey, you know what, I think I'm going to claim God to be a sheath. No, he actually knew, the psalmist knew, this is who God himself said he was. Because in Genesis chapter 15, in verse number 1, God came to Abraham, and God said to Abraham, Abraham, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. So God described himself, and God declared himself to be a shield. And notice when he said to Abraham, I am your shield and your exceeding great reward, he would say to Abraham, I am your provision and your protection. I am your protection and your provision. Yes, I will provide for you. Yes, I will bless you. Yes, I will give you all that you need to make it through. But I'm not just your source of provision. I'm also your source of protection. Hallelujah. I am the one who is with you when all seems to go awry. I am the one who will protect you when all seems to come against you. I am the one that will stand with you when the enemy seems to overpower you. I am the one who will defend you. And I am the one that will take care of you when everything seems to, to go awry in trouble and strongest come upon you. I am your protection. I am your shield. I am your shield. Hallelujah. We see that the psalmist again begins to take liberties with the idea that God is our shield. And in Psalms chapter 3, the psalmist makes a powerful statement. When in Psalms chapter 3, the psalmist says, Oh Lord, how are they that increase against me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. See, right there, the psalmist is saying, yes, there are so many things that come against me. So many people who despise me. So many people who don't like me. So many people who want to do me harm. So many people who want to knock me down. But, look what the psalmist goes on. The psalmist says, But you, O oh Lord, are a shield for me. Hallelujah. When all the troubles come against me, you are a shield for me. But not just my shield, because you are my shield for me, you are and have become my glory and the lifter of my hand. Oh, you see, the psalmist was right there saying, I'm not about to get discouraged. I'm going to preach to somebody right there. I'm not about to get discouraged when all the enemies come against me. I'm not about to be discouraged when all the troubles come upon me. I'm not gonna be dismayed or or troubled when everything seems to fall upon my shoulders. Why? Because God is my shield. He is my protection. He is my deliverer, hallelujah. He is the glory and the lifter of my head. I'm not gonna be discouraged and wallow in my mire and wallow in my sorrow and wallow in my dismay and in my depression. No, he is my glory and the lifter of my head. Hallelujah. So arise and be lifted up. God is your shield. Arise and be encouraged this morning. God is your shield. Side of somebody right here. You felt like even this week that you have been defenseless. You felt like you've been defenseless and that you were doing everything all by yourself. You felt like you had been trying to get everything done on your own might and on your own accord and that everything has just fallen on your shoulders. There was nobody to stand by you, nobody to back you up, nobody to help you out. Well, I came by to let you know today that our God is a shield and a great reward. Our God is a friend that's closer than a brother. Our God is the one who will never leave you nor forsake you. Our God is the one who will always stand by. You are not defenseless. He is your fortress. He is your strong power. And he is your defender against the enemy when the enemy comes in like a flood. The Lord, your shield, has raised up a stand against him. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I want somebody by here watching me today. If that's you and you just need to be encouraged. Just begin to lift up your hand right now, even at your own home. Just begin to give shouts of glory. Shouts of amen. Come on, don't don't worry about what your neighbors may think of you. Go ahead and shout amen. Go ahead and lift up your hand. If you need a word of encouragement, here's your word of encouragement. God is your shield. Hallelujah. Oh. I want to show you something more. Are you ready to go a little deeper with me this morning? Come on, if you're ready to go deeper with me this morning, even in your own home, give a mighty shout, amen. If you want to go deeper, because what I see here, I see something more. Something more. Because in Isaiah chapter number 21, Isaiah 21, we find something fascinating about the sheep we find something fascinating, something powerful about the shield. And here in Isaiah chapter 21, he is giving a prophecy, but here in his prophecy, he says in verse number 14, and I actually take that back, it's not verse 14, uh, it is actually Isaiah twenty-one, uh, verse number uh, five, and in verse number five of chapter twenty-one, the prophet says, "Prepare the table, watch in the watchtower." He's he's talking to the people about getting ready for battle. He says, "Prepare the table, watch in the watchtower, eat." Drink. These are all things that help get them ready for battle. To stand watch for when the enemy comes. To eat so you can be healthy and, and ready and full of energy when the enemy comes. But then he says this, arise. How about I want to say to somebody, right now arise. You've been you've been sitting for two. Uh, you've been you've been sitting for so long that now you don't even know what it is to fight spiritual warfare anymore. You've been sitting in ease, and all of this that has happened around in the world of are living in today has just brought you to your knees. All of this that has happened now, you've been you've been sitting in in spiritual comfort for so long that you've just been been been. At ease, laying in your bed. And now all of this has got you troubled. But God is about to say to you right now, do not be troubled, nor be dismayed. Do not fear, nor be dismayed. Arise, and arise in in strength. Arise in power, because I am your shield. And I am about to awaken you to be ready for battle. And look at what happens. He says, arise you princes, and anoint the sheep." The New English translation actually actually describes it this way. It says, smear anointing oil all over the sheep. Smear it, rub it, rub the oil, rub the anointing, anoint the sheep. See, I want to understand something here today, that you number one have been anointed by the Holy One. First John two twenty says, "But you have an anointing from the Holy One." First Corinthians says that he who has anointed you and has established you is God. You are anointed. I want somebody right now in your home to begin to shout. Let your neighbors hear you. Shout, I am anointed. Just do that right now. Shout, I am anointed. Do that again. Shout, I and anointed. So you got to understand that you are anointed. God has anointed you. God has anointed you with power. God has anointed you with strength. God has anointed you with all that you need in order to overcome and in order to arise in your situation. You are anointed. But look at this. It says, that when they were preparing for battle, God told them to anoint their shield. God told them to get the anointing all over their shield. I want you to hear me say today, when you were anointed by the Holy One, that was God's way of preparing you for the battle. When you were anointed by the Holy One, That was God's way of preparing you for the battle. In Psalms 144. In Psalms 144. I want to show you how God has anointed you for the battle. In Psalms 144, the psalmist David said, Blessed be the Lord my strength, who teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Now look at verse number 2. My goodness and my fortress, my high tower, my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdues the people under me? In other words, he said right there. Yes, God, my shield is the one who has anointed my fingers to fight. He's the one who has trained me to wage war. I want to tell anybody watching me today that we are in a spiritual warfare. We are in a fight against the enemy. We are in a fight against the devil. A fight against the one who wants to take. tragedy, though, in the Bible. A tragedy. In 2 Samuel. Because in Second Samuel chapter 1 we read that King Saul had died. In 2 Samuel chapter 1 it says that Samuel, I mean Saul King Saul had died. This is the same king that David said, I will not touch the Lord's anointed. Even though he's coming after me, trying to kill me, I will not harm the Lord's anointed. Do you see that when God has anointed you, there's already a protection upon you? When God has anointed you, He's already, that anointing has already put a protection over you. David said, I went not harm the Lord anointed. Nonetheless, in battle, someone else did. And Saul had died. And David, in 2 Samuel chapter 1, begins to lament. He begins to sing a song of sorrow, a song of grief. Over, there, uh, over the loss of Saul. And in his song about the loss of Saul, he says there in verse 21 of 2 Samuel chapter 1, he says that now his shield will no longer be anointed. His shield will no longer, he lost the shield that was anointed. The anointed shield. I want to tell you something today. That we have so many. Who have lost. That shield of protection. Because when you walk away from God. When you walk away from God. When you begin to no longer serve him. I'm preaching to somebody here watching me. Because somebody watching me today. Right now you're saying within yourself, there's no need for me to go back to church. There's no need for me to hear this. There's no need for me to listen to this. There's no need for me to believe in God. I used to believe in God, I grew up believing in God, I grew up in church, I grew up hearing the word of God, but you know what, I, I'm not quite sure if all of that is for real. I don't know if all of that is for me, so you know what, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to turn this channel, I'm going to flip through this feed, and I, I'm, I don't need to hear this anymore, but right now the Holy Spirit is stopping you from moving forward, because the Holy Spirit want, He wants you to hear this, that when you walk away from God, that anointing is off your sheep. But with God, you have protection. With God, you have protection from the enemy. With God, you have protection from the evil one that wants to take over your soul. Hallelujah. Look at the Ephesians chapter 6. In Ephesians chapter 6, he begins to talk about spiritual warfare. In fact, in verse number 12 of Ephesians chapter 6, he says that, that we are not fighting against flesh and blood. Hear me, saints. I'm not talking about raging war against people. I'm not talking about, hear me hear me now, I'm not talking about all of these mass protests and trying to bring guns into the state capitals to bring guns into places. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about spiritual warfare. Fighting against the enemy of our souls. And Paul says we are not in a fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual wickedness in high places. We are in a spiritual fight, but I want you to see what God gave you. He said, when you get into that spiritual warfare, all you gotta do is lift up the shield of faith. You have a shield of faith. You have a shield of faith. You believe that God has anointed you. Again, shout, I am anointed. You believe that God has anointed you. You have faith that you have been called and anointed by God. And you are now getting ready to stand up, arise, and overcome the enemy. And I have a word for you that God has given you a shield of faith. And hear me say, what does the Bible say? It says that when you lift up the shield of faith by which all the evil thoughts of the enemy become as nothing. When you lift up the shield of faith, everything the enemy throws at you becomes as nothing. Everything the enemy tries to throw you away Dissolves in midair. Every oh hallelujah, I want somebody here hear what I'm talking about today. When the enemy comes against you, and he tries to throw issues, he tries to throw uh, famine, he tries to throw poverty, he tries to throw uh, wickedness, he tries to throw sin, he tries to throw all sorts of hell at you. I want you to know when you lift up that sheet of the faith, all of it becomes as nothing and fails to the ground. Hallelujah because you can lift up that shield of faith hallelujah 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 now i want you to see something here because when i saw this i was amazed the hebrew word in ephesians six sixteen, where it says lift up the shield of faith literally in the greek there's two words for shield There was one word that represented a Roman shield or a Latin shield. This is the kind you often see in movies, where the shield is curved at the bottom to a point. But the word here for shield actually is the shield that represents a four-cornered shield It was long, like in the shape of a rectangle. In fact, this shield looked like a door with four corners. It was a door. God said, I am the door. I am the door. And because he is the door, he will open and close. His desire. Hallelujah. He is the door. He is the shield. You can lift up that shield and you can know that nothing is going to enter in through that shield. Nothing is going to enter through that door. Nothing is going to get in when you lift up the shield of faith. Nothing. Hallelujah. that's why I come to Isaiah 54. And in Isaiah 54, I'm getting ready to close. If I can get some music in the background, but Isaiah 54 says this in verse number 17. Everyone listening to me, I need you to hear this. Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, you will condemn. For this I said for this, somebody say this, is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And the righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. I want every one of you watching me right now to declare with faith this is my heritage. Will you say that right now? Say, This is my heritage. This is my heritage. Come on, say it. Say it with faith, say it believing. This is my heritage. That no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me is going to prosper. Why? Because the Lord, my sheep. The Lord, my sheep. The Lord, my sheep. The Lord, my sheep, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord, my sheep, he's already lifted up his shield over you. He's already lifted up his shield before you. See, this is why the psalmist in Psalms 84 described God as a sheep. Because he said, I know when I'm going into the house of my God, when I'm going into those tabernacles, when I'm going into the courts, there's one day in the courts than a thousand elsewhere. Because in the house of my God, the shield, the shield is before me. And it forms a wall. Whereby no enemy can come in. A shield. Right now, I'm gonna pray over you. I wanna pray over you. I know usually we would have all the time, man. I- Feel the Lord is in this house. I hope, I hope you feel it right there where you are. Pray, oh Lord, help. Let them feel right where they are right now in the house, because the Lord is in this house for sure. Hallelujah. And I would invite you up if you are feeling defenseless. If you're in that place right now, where you're feeling alone, where you're feeling like weapons are all aimed at you and going against you. I want you to rise up and say, no weapon formed against me. Ooh, I feel the Lord right now so strong. Say, no weapon formed against me. Right now in your home, say, no weapon formed against me. No weapon formed against me. That weapon of poverty, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me. That weapon of stress, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me. That weapon of 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 rebellion, I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me. That weapon of 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 of, of just troubles. And situations, I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against me. Come on, just begin to declare that right now. Uh, right now in your home, just begin to declare. Just begin to declare the weapons that you
0: feel are against you. The weapon of loneliness in the name of Jesus he That weapon of loneliness,
2: I declare it is gone in Jesus' name. No weapon formed against you. Hallelujah. That weapon, that weapon, uh, uh, of just situations and troubles. It's gone in Jesus' name. That weapon of no peace is gone in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. why not declare it, declare it, declare it, declare it. Lift up the shield of faith. Lift up your faith. Lift up your faith. Your anointed faith. Hallelujah. Have Father right now. Right now. In the name of Jesus. We declare your word over all life that no weapon formed against us is going to prosper. No weapon formed against your church is going to prosper. No weapon formed against your children is going to prosper. This is our heritage. And I claim it in the name of Jesus. I claim my heritage. By the grace of your son, I claim that which now belongs to me as the anointed of the Lord. And I advance with my heritage and my shield, and I declare victory in Jesus name. In Jesus name, right now. You have the victory That's right, let me say it again. You have the victory. That's right, let me say it a third time. You have the victory. I'm going to say it until you get this. You have the victory. You have the victory. God is saying to you right now, It's time to arise and go forth in the victory that is yours. I know you may be under something right now, but you have the victory. Maybe you're not even seeing it right this minute, but you have the victory. The victory is yours, saith the Lord. Go in the victory that is rightfully yours as a child of God. Hallelujah. Are you excited? I'm excited. I'm praising God for the victory, praise God for the victory, praise God for the victory, I said praise God for the victory, come on somebody, praise God for the victory, hallelujah, 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 next Sunday, if you feel good about it, based on your own judgment, I want to see you here, 10.30 is when our service begins, 10.30. God bless you, I love you, God loves you, stay online, play on Facebook, watch uh, for future videos this week coming about, uh, what's going to be happening, uh, I love you, God loves you. Also, um, not this coming Sunday, but the following Sunday, it's Pentecost Sunday, and I want to just share real quick that, that we are having a guest speaker that Sunday, so please be here as well. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you all again, amen.